Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. As Joan of Arc might have mused as she surveyed the crowd about to witness her execution, it's nice to know I'm not alone. You may recall that I recently shared my distaste for eating fish, and I feared that, like Joan, I'd be burned at the stake for my heresy. While a few people did approach me with matches and an assortment of twigs, they calmed down after a healthy exchange of views. They were allowed to vent. I was allowed to live. Joan should have been so lucky at Normandy. Far more prevalent were people who actually agreed with me, folks who put a lifetime of friends' insults behind them, came out of the butcher shop closet, so to speak, and acknowledged their own refusal to bite into anything that grew up underwater. I marveled at the thoughtfulness of Michael B., who can't stand fish, but drives his wife 60 miles from their cabin in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan to Brown Fisheries in Paradise, Michigan, just so she can get fresh Lake Superior whitefish caught that very day. He doesn't order the whitefish himself, however. His attitude about seafood, if it eats worms or hides in a shell, forget it. So what does he order when he sits down to dinner? I'm content, he says, to eat the kids' menu chicken tenders and watch the waitress roll her eyes at me. That is the courage of one's conviction, and I salute you, sir. Peggy H. hasn't eaten fish since a bad experience as a child at her aunt's house. It's possible her aunt was just a lousy cook, but I doubt it. Peggy says she tries to conform to society's expectations by choking down a tuna salad every now and then. Cindy R. noted that her late husband would get frustrated because she wouldn't go to a fish fry with him. He resolutely told me that his next wife would like seafood, she says. I told him that my next husband would like pickled beets. On it goes. John D. says that all fish are disgusting. The notion of eating anything that once lived in algae-ridden Lake Erie makes my stomach churn, he says. John went on to explain that even the smell of fish drives him crazy. After he is forced to go out to a seafood restaurant, he hangs his jacket in the garage for a few days just to air it out. Even I don't do that. Why stink up the garage, too? Jackie H. noted that her friends try to get her to sample seafood, by telling her it tastes just like chicken. No, it doesn't, Jackie. Stay strong. Bob F. says he can eat fish only if it's slathered in tartar sauce to cover up the taste. So why not just enjoy a cup of tartar sauce, Bob? Kathy W. described her dismay when she sees lobsters in a tank at the supermarket and described as BS the notion that sea creatures don't have feelings. I want to buy them all, she says, but there's no ocean nearby. She kept fish as pets for years, and she swears they flirted and wiggled for attention. I earnestly hope that's true. You can imagine how embarrassing my dislike of seafood must have been for me during my 14 years living and working on the Monterey Peninsula of California, where buying freshly caught fish at Fisherman's Wharf is a daily ritual for many peninsulans. As a favor once to my wife, I tried calamari at a restaurant on the wharf. I had no idea what I was eating. When she told me I had just downed a bite of squid, I had to rush outside, locate the nearest railing, and lean over it. The squid got a decent burial at sea, and I felt better. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.